Once upon a time, there was a young basketball player who had dreams of becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time. 17 years old, the hunger, the motivation, and the desire to be the best possible basketball player that I could be. I have decided to skip college and take my talent to the NBA. sense of purpose. No, a sense of purpose was there ever since I was a kid. I knew exactly. I, I felt like I knew what God put me on this earth to do. It was play the game of basketball. I just loved it so much. And once I came to the NBA and I looked around and I saw all the guys that weren't working as much as I was, then I started to understand that, you know, how I went about it is hard work. To me, it was just, I just love what I do, so I want to do it as much as possible. You know, now it's time to go in there and it's time to do some work. look inside and say, okay, what was the genesis for me? Who, who inspired me to get to this point? You know, when I face adversity and I look at it as a challenge or an opportunity, where did that come from? You know, who did I learn that from? Did you set goals when you started in the NBA? Did you have goals at that point? Certain yeah, things was, that you wanted to do? Yeah, it was really simple for me at the time, which is win as many championships as possible. I want more, I want to learn this thing some more. There's got to be another level, you know? And uh, it's, it was just beyond exciting. And when I step on that basketball court, man, I become something else. What emotions were going through your head? I was pissed and sad, you know? Worked really hard to get to this point. I was pissed. Brian cannot continue. Well, it's been tough, but you know, when I have tough situations, I, I try to look at them as challenges. I don't look at them as, as, you know, something where it becomes a burden or something that's heavy on my shoulders. I look at it as a challenge and something that, you know, it's just a puzzle that you have to figure out no matter what. Always had some of my best performances on the road. You know, when fans boo, I absolutely love it. I thrive on it. They don't understand who I am. Not only am I comfortable being an outsider, that has become a source of motivation for me. So when I go to these places and you boo, it actually comforts me. <laughs> yeah. Looks like he's on a mission tonight. Oh, Kobe's getting one of those lights going, folks. It's bigger than just a game of basketball. It's really about finding out who you are as a person and what you can do and, uh, and knowing that you can go beyond what you believe your physical limitations or mental limitations are. It doesn't matter if I'm sick. It doesn't matter if I have a sprained ankle. The kid that's sitting in there might be the next me sitting up there watching and trying to get inspiration from that. I need to go out there and play. Mental toughness really is um, 
it's all about not getting too high or getting too low, but just kind of staying, staying pretty even kill. I mean, that's kind of the trick to it is uh, not to get too emotionally attached to the situation. Welcome to the Kobe Show. Take two. I don't know. I can't get my mind past the fact that I gotta wait a year to get revenge. How much harder will you work in this offseason now to get back to the championship? Oh, I'll push myself to exhaustion. To, to reach a certain level of success in any field that you're in, you have to have an, an ego that's going to say, I want to be the best. This is what's going to drive me. And come hell or high water, this needs to get done. And I need to be successful. Um, I'm thinking about the next round. Mm-hmm. Already? Of course. You got at least five days. Did you not enjoy it just a little? I'm going to get close to the top of Mount Everest and just lay down and sleep for a week. I want you to perform at your absolute best. I want you to be great. I want you to maximize the potential and God-given abilities. It's a great feeling to know that you set a goal for yourself. We were able to reach that goal. You can't just sit around expecting everybody just to give praise all the time. You gotta be able to take the good with the bad. It's a, it's a choice that you have to make. You, know, you can have friends and be buddy buddy with everybody throughout the course of your career. Or you, know, you can choose to have a few enemies and decide to be great at what you do. Um, that's a decision that everybody has to make at one point. In life. on what your philosophy is. Like, I'm not sitting here saying my philosophy is the right way. Right? It's my way. Hello and welcome to The Free Thinking Human. Today is our tribute to Kobe Bryant. Uh, full credit of the beginning audio goes to Peter Prod's YouTube channel. We're going to throw a link up for that at 
the blog, thefreethinkinghuman.com. Go and support his channel. Um, give him a Patreon donation or something for that beautiful piece of art. It was absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Um, we're probably not going to be as cheery as we usually are uh, for good reason. The news has hit us hard over here in Canada, and we have many followers out in California. We want to uh, pay our respects with this tribute episode, and um, our heart truly goes out to his fans, and especially his family. I can't imagine what they are going through with the loss of, uh, of those two young souls. Well, uh, we'll start the episode right after this. Welcome to The Free Thinking Human, brought to you by TheFreeThinkingHuman.com, with your host, Kale. Hello and welcome to The Free Thinking Human. I'm your host, Kale. Today, as you already heard in the intro, it's our tribute to Kobe Bryant. Uh, the tragic loss of him and his daughter is utterly profound. It's heartbreaking. And uh, we have a few things to say on the matter. But first of all, we want to make sure that uh, our followers know that our hearts are going out and we're trying to send as much strength and positive energy to his family, his friends, his teammates, and his fans as possible. I have seen some interviews and uh it's heartbreaking it's truly heartbreaking i watched an interview with Shaq, and uh generally we don't think of large men um showing emotion or showing heartbreak and uh Shaq is enormous a monstrous human being and he broke down on an interview and my heart broke for that man um I also saw another, uh, it was an old teammate of his on the sidelines at a game, and um, he was crying on the bench. Uh, I think this is just, I think it shows the power of love. And I don't mean a brotherly sense. There is a brotherly sense of love and camaraderie there between teammates. Uh, that's a definite, but that's not exactly what I'm speaking of. I'm speaking about Kobe in general. The man, everything he did was powerful. Everything he followed in life was love. And I don't mean it in a corny sense. What I mean is he followed his passions. He never did anything. If you if you have followed Kobe at all, you will know that when he retired from the game, he did admit that the first thing he wanted to do was get involved in the biggest market the biggest busiest thing he could find and then he stopped he shook his head and he thought what am I doing right now why what what am I doing this is the opposite of why I even got into basketball why did I and then he thought to himself why did I get into basketball and he remembered he got into basketball strictly because he loved it so much and he took that quantum leap from high school to the NBA which is absolutely that is not very many people can do that for more than one reason. Now, I'm a big fan of Kobe's. Kobe was one of my, even as a teenager, uh, I used to, 
you know, I used to throw stuff in the house or when I was playing hoops in the backyard and I'd yell, Kobe, you know, and I'd shoot the, the three. And I think that it goes to show that life is short. And even if you live a full one, it's going to go by fast. I've watched interviews with Kobe where he speaks about um, his passion and he speaks about that's his reason of doing things. And, and he knew he was an outlier and he, he didn't, you know, he was always something different and it would cause them something that didn't jive with him early in life. And then it began, he got comfort from it later in life. I think it's also important to note that no matter who you are, uh, as a follower of, of, of the free thinking human or the free thinking human.com at the blog there, um, we have lots of doctors, we have scientists and educators and students that follow us. But the story of Kobe Bryant as a, as a family man, as, a, oh, as an athlete, as an investor, as a businessman, as a human being, when it was known that his life was lost with his daughter, you could feel it. It has affected millions of people. And I don't think it would have been like that if he didn't show as much passion and love for the things that he did, especially his kid and his work. We're taught generally through society, if this is my own opinion, um, that hatred for some reason is stronger than love. And we idolize hatred in the world. We, we play video games uh, where we kill each other in acts of war. We watch TV shows that idolize crime and idolizes hatred and division and racism. And nothing really makes love popular. But love is, is the strongest thing in the world, in my opinion. And I think Kobe is proof of that. He followed his heart in literally everything he did. Everything he did. And you didn't need to meet him to see that, to feel that in that man. And I think that brings up another important topic is that as men, we're generally not taught to show emotion. Even though we have a heart that can break and we have tear ducts that can shed tears, we're taught to go and hide it. And the only acceptable emotions that we can show is anger or laughter. And if we're sad, you better not cry or you're going to be a little baby. And like I mentioned before about Shaq, when you see a man that's over seven feet tall and almost 400 pounds, and you can tell his heart is absolutely breaking. It puts it all into perspective that we are human beings and that more attention should be showed to love and passion and how powerful those two things can be. We have enough division in the world. We have enough hatred in the world. We need more love and passion in the world. My heart goes out to the Bryant family. My heart goes out to the fans and the teammates of Kobe. And we're sending as much strength and positive energy as we can from over here to you guys over there. We'd like to thank you for joining us today. Um, we I, we realize this isn't as cheery as it uh, as we usually are, um, but we felt it had to be done, and it uh, is definitely tragic. We hope to see you uh, next time at thefreethinkinghuman.com. Go and uh, go ahead and check out our social media. Uh, on Facebook, we got the Facebook up and running, finally. Uh, we're trying to get some followers there. Uh, so uh, check us out, The Freethinking Human. Uh, Instagram, we're trying to get some followers there too. 
That's uh, live.freely.tfth. And Twitter. Twitter is going nonstop every day um, at AKA TFTH. If you like this episode, please go ahead and share it. We are trying to grow. We'd like to give a shout out to Drake M. Free from Instagram. He let us know about some trouble we had through Google. So he helped us out. We're giving him a shout out. He also runs a podcast called Dive Deep with Drake. Go check him out. It's all about yoga. His uh, intro episode, he's just got it started. Um, eight limbs of yoga and he goes into uh, the transition of the entire system how it came from the western world to the eastern world and uh, it sounds like it's pretty cool so thank you again drake and good luck with your podcast um, and that's all think free live freely bye-bye he is the greatest laker of all time five-time champion the only guard to play with one team for 20 years. You know, I don't quit. I'm going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and see if I can figure this damn thing out. That's who I am. And I'll try my best and I'll keep on, keep on going there. My brain, you cannot process failure. It will not process failure. I love what I do. And it's as simple as that. I get so much enjoyment from it. Once I've made that commitment and said, I want to be one of the greatest ever, then the game became everything for me. I knew that I was not going to be stopped. So at the age of 18, this was my life. So you can't possibly become better than me because you're not spending the time on it that I do. Even if you want to spend the time on it, you can't because you have other things. You have other responsibilities that are taking you away from it. So I already won. It's a lifestyle. It's a full-time commitment. You make a choice and say, come hell or high water, I'm going to be this then you should not be surprised when you are there. When we say this cannot be accomplished, this cannot be done, then we are shortchanging ourselves. When you try hard enough, dare enough, trust yourself enough, you will always go further. I think everybody is born with creativity, but I believe it's the trust in yourself and the trust in your emotions to, to talk to yourself, so to speak, to become your own psychologist to let your emotions out on a piece of paper. To not be afraid of anything. Not be afraid of what people think. Not be afraid of what people may say. Just be yourself.
Thanks for joining us here at The Freethinking Human. And don't forget to check out the blog at the website, thefreethinkinghuman.com, for more amazing content. And as always, think free, live freely.